Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. I'm your host, Andrew. On each episode, we visit with a community member to get their perspective on pandemic life. On this episode, we visit with West Seattleite and Arbor Heights kindergarten teacher, Alicia Sioka. I just miss being at school and seeing my kids. <laughs> we also check in on how our family is doing. The playground's a lot different than in just our backyard. This is Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. As I record this, it has been 34 days since our family went into quarantine. There are four of us in the house, Elizabeth, Felix, who is five, Alice, who is two, and me. Grandma and Grandpa are the only other people we see. A few milestones occurred this week. We passed the one-month mark of quarantine. The city closed down destination parks for the weekend, something likely to be repeated this weekend. In West Seattle, that meant no Lincoln Park and no Alki. We also celebrated our first holiday in quarantine this past Easter Sunday. Because you made two eggs have a pink dot on them already. I have purple, and I have another one in my purple. We get, we get to find the eggs and have, and we get a bunch of stuff from in a basket. <laughs> what kind of stuff? Yummy stuff and toys. Chocolate. What are you going to do first thing in the morning? Wake up, go into the dining room, and sneak the chocolate. Keeping the kids occupied, learning, healthy, and happy continues to dominate the days. It's been just over a week since Seattle Public Schools announced that they will be closed for the remainder of the school year. Felix has enjoyed much of his homeschooling so far. Oh, yeah, Miss Sweet Dog. Wait, who invented the alphabet? Yeah, do you remember the answer to that one? I do, but I forget what they're called. What, do you, what did you like about that one? I liked because it went a lot back in time. Not surprisingly, he's leaned into the type of learning that involves being on the iPad. It's about uh, making puzzles about Christmas. Yeah, why do you like playing this game? It's because there's a lot of different puzzles, and I like to do puzzles. They have like four different candles, and there's like holly. But there's no doubt that he would rather be going to school. The playground's a lot different than... Just, and just saw backyard. That's what I miss. Yeah, do you and miss getting, do you miss having other kids to play with too? Yeah, and just my sister, yeah. Yeah. You doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. As we all feel our way through homeschooling and distance learning, a bit of structure is beginning to emerge. Felix has met with his teacher from Arbor Heights a few times on the computer. So today we're going to have like just a little mini I wondered how things have been going from the teacher side of this unprecedented situation. So I spoke on the phone with Felix's teacher. Alicia Sioka teaches kindergarten at Arbor Heights Elementary on West Seattle's South End. She also lives in West Seattle. And like the rest of us, she's trying to figure it all out. It feels very surreal to me. It's kind of like almost like you're living in a dream. Um, I think that as a, a teacher, I'm used to having long stretches of time where I don't have to report to work or, like, do anything in particular. Um, and so I'm, like, used to being able to just kind of, like, be at home and have a lot of downtime. Um, now it's, like, an almost an excessive amount of downtime. The most surreal part is just knowing that, like, Everything is kind of at a, a standstill and um, that I'm seeing people out 
um, and about like just walking more um, than usual because people were wanting to get out of their houses. So I think overall, I would say it's just like a surreal experience, but it, it and it feels like a dream, but it doesn't feel like that out of the norm for me. I just miss being at school and seeing my kids. <laughs> Not going to work can be hard. That's something we're all finding out, but it can be particularly hard for a teacher. I think the hardest part has been not seeing my class, I think, um, just because I have a super great group this year, and they're so funny and just, like, so sweet, and um, I just miss our day-to-day time together. Um, That's hard for me personally, and then I think professionally, I think the hardest part is this, like, unfortunate burden that is now on parents um, to have to kind of pull the weight that normally I would be pulling when I have my kids with me. So, um, I mean, I'm doing the best I can to give them resources and make it as easy as possible, but I know that home life and school life is very different for a lot of kids and to not have Um, that time at school to be in their own space that their parents don't really occupy. I I know it's hard for kids. It's hard for parents. Uh, I try not to feel guilty about that because there's nothing that I can do, um, but just trying to do the best I can because I do know that it's hard, especially for parents who have to work. The work that is getting done is completely different from our traditional ideas of what a teacher does. Um, Everyone has a different comfort level with technology, And so while I feel comfortable meeting with kids one-on-one or trying to do small groups or having a whole class meeting, um, some teachers may not feel as comfortable with that. And so I think that that's also a frustration for parents um, that they're getting different things from their different teachers if they have multiple kids. Do you have video games at your house, Felix? No. No. But I do, but I play games on the iPad, so... I've heard uh, from other friends who work in the district that we're, the teachers are going to be getting new guidelines after spring break. Um, so I think things are constantly evolving and changing, and um, we're just trying to do our best for uh, what's best for kids at this point. I ask what she would like to say to parents who are suddenly schooling their children at home. Uh, I want them to remember that they were their child's first teacher. Um, and even though they're in a more um, formalized educational setting now, they um, parents are always going to be teachers for their kids. Um, and so remember that this time is challenging for both of you. Um, you're, you don't have to be a super mom or super dad or super grandma. Really just do the best that you can. Educators understand that, you know, you're not going to be doing everything every day. There's going to be days where your kids push back. They're not going to want to do the work. Um, and if that's the case, then don't push it. Um, find ways to enjoy your time together. Um, maybe it could be something that doesn't even connect to the things that your child teachers are giving you. Um, you know, you could, like, learn a new language or cook together, just like simple things that um, help you enjoy your time together. And then when 
it's a positive time to do that independent reading or that writing lesson, then do it. Um, but it's okay. Just do the best that you can. Um, we know that <laughs> it's not easy. So I think that that would be what I would want parents to know. And what can parents do to help their teachers? This is my first year using the Blooms app, um, which is what we use for our classroom. And there is like a, a side where kids can post like their portfolio. Um, and it's not the easiest um, route. Um, I think that like when you're in the classroom and like if we had like tablets or whatever and the kids could just do it on their own, that makes it easier. But having you know, devices that are constantly occupied for one thing or other at home during this time, it makes it a little bit trickier. Um, I've been like asking people to post because just when I see their work, it, it, it makes me feel happy to see them working. Um, but if it doesn't work for, for parents, then that's totally fine. Um, but I do enjoy seeing pictures of them, even if they're, you know, just taking a walk and pointing at a tree like it's just so nice to see their faces and see that they're happy um really fills my bucket so and finally mrs sioka sees a positive in this sudden shift in cultural lifestyle i know that we're gonna the world is gonna come out different on the other side for a lot of people um we live in a world that was very busy all the time and it was hard to find those moments to connect with people that you love and care about both near and far. And I think that this time at home, while it might be driving some people crazy, is also helping us um, reevaluate our relationships and our connections with one another. And I've been doing like, we've been doing weekly Zoom happy hours with my family because um, my husband and I live in West Seattle. My middle brother and his girlfriend live in Ballard. So we can see each other, but then my mom and my brother are in San Francisco. So we just don't get to see each other as much. And it's been really fun to get creative with ways that we're staying connected, which we could still be having these happy hour, like virtual happy hours or meetings. And we were playing a virtual game of code names. And it was just really fun because um, we love spending time together. So I think that it's a general public that I think a lot of people are kind of going to be coming out the other side feeling the same way about like, you know, I need to make time for the people that I care about. Um, and it's important. I think it's been kind of like a strange life lesson in that sense. Thank you, Alicia. More information about Seattle Public Schools services and policies during the COVID-19 school closure can be found at seattleschools.org. Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast to get the latest updates, tell a friend, and share the podcast far and wide. If you'd like to drop us a message, the best place to do that is on Facebook at Podcast West Seattle. Until next time, stay home and stay healthy.